0: Welcome to the Biohacker's Guide for Women Only.
1: You are listening to The Art of Becoming Wonder Woman.
0: I am Jessica Fernandez Cruz. And I am Yenbi Trung. Life Extension, Longevity, Biotech, Digital Health Technology, and Prevention are all the fields of health that we've been working in for over 15 years. We've worked alongside world-renowned physicians, Nobel laureates, experts, and top biohackers. We were at the
1: forefront of a lot of the science that is being used today for biohacking. Our mission is to bring to you all this knowledge and information and create a biohacking community for women.
0: Join us today on our journey into biohacking our bodies. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hello, Wonder Woman. Here we are back and ready to talk about... Today, we're going to talk about the body. We're going to talk about feeling good, about looking great, but more importantly, about being healthy and living a long, healthy life. Yemvi, how are you doing? Good to see you again. I'm good. How are you, Jessica? I'm doing great. Thank you. So we were looking at one of your blocks and it looked so interesting that we thought, why don't we talk about this on our podcast today? And I think you wonder women probably have the same questions that I have around this, which is, of course, we all know that working out is good for you, that exercise is definitely the way to go if you want to be healthy, look healthy and feel great. The question is, how much exercise? What type of exercise should I start doing? Is it different for different times of the month? Or is it different for different times of of our life, periods of our life? So all these questions for me are still up in the air, and I know that you have done a lot of research on it. So why don't you start a little bit of an introduction with how do we start thinking about workout exercise and how to incorporate it in our lives? Yeah, so first I want to start off with that, that i probably done every type of workout that you could
1: imagine and put my body through all through through everything just because I just like to know how I'm going to respond to it, whether I like it or not. And if my body's going to react to a certain exercise or a routine or, you know, each type of exercise has its own benefit. And even though, and I'm guilty of this, where I've told my friends, Hey, you should take this type of exercise or you should work this, go do this class. And I love it, but then my friends don't really love it, right? Um, just because mentally it's not great. They, they just don't enjoy it. They don't like putting their bodies through a certain motion. And then the strain on it, it doesn't feel good either for them. And so there's a balance between mind and body. And we discuss this a lot because a lot of individuals love like Pilates and yoga because it's a slower pace and allows your mind to catch up with your body or vice versa, right? And then we have very competitive, like CrossFit, which I don't call it exercise. CrossFit is a a sport because it's very competitive, right? It's all about competition and pushing yourself and who's better than who, you know? And that's why they have the, the CrossFit challenges and that kind of thing. So I think that's one of the things that I can emphasize on it in on this platform is that how do you push your body to a point where you're getting the most benefit out of it without getting hurt with consideration of your age the stress level, and also your metabolism, your diet. There's a lot of factors. And which exercises have you tried? Because there's, there's a lot of fad, just like in diets there, and in fashion, there's a lot of fads, including exercise, too. And so just because it's the most popular exercise now doesn't mean it's the right exercise for you. But at the same level, being stagnant in a, diff, in a certain type of exercise your muscle doesn't build either because it's always doing the same movement. So other muscles start to get stiff and out of place, right? And so we can talk about that today is what happens to your muscle and um, what exercises and what should you'd be looking for when you're picking the right workout for yourself.
0: I like this because I'm also thinking about, while you're, you're saying this, the idea of working out more as a punishment, I also want to bring in this concept of the mindset that we have for working out. And many times it's like this thing that we have to do because we want to eat more or we have to do it because we're not in our right weight or things like that. Whereas creating a lifestyle that is the longevity lifestyle that we're like aiming for is really incorporating, incorporating exercise and workouts into that routine, into that life from, I want to say this, I like this word. I know it's cheesy, but from a love perspective, like, When you love yourself, you love your body and you love giving your body that that exercise because you know it's good for you. And I think that's an interesting perception because you do see that when it's hurting, when you're harming your body, you don't want to go there to the pain where it's already giving you injuries or things like that. There's that balance, which I think is also difficult for women, especially because we're so pushed to being skinny and looking great. And, you know, it's summer. So now we have to do the bikini diet and workouts and all of that. Right. And we forget to work out from another perspective, which is going to give you that beautiful body, but with also a beautiful mindset and a great feeling with yourself. So Maybe we can do a little mix of (laughs) the two areas that we want to tap into. You say Love which I agree with, but
1: I say mindfulness, right? Mindful of yourself, mindful of your body, mindful of your situation. The, the one thing I do want to mention is as we get older, because you and I, as we get older, there's there's a condition called sarcopenia. Yeah, we,
0: no, we don't get older. <laughs> No, we don't. No, we don't. We, we don't have the answer. We're getting younger every day. Every
1: day. I feel it. Like I'm going to get my telomeres and I'm a 13-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> no, we. Uh, there's a, a condition called sarcopenia and that's the atrophy of your muscle your muscle you stop building muscle as much right and it starts breaking down starts degrading and this is really where a lot of chronic conditions starts to happen it's when you look at there's a lot of memes out there and it's and these are true memes a lot of these where there's a woman that's eight, 78 years old and she has almost like a six pack and she's standing at the gym with her in her superwoman pose right And then there's another woman sitting in a rocking chair at the same age, but very frail looking. And what sarcopenia is, is it's maintaining your muscle. And as you get older, if you don't maintain your muscle, it affects everything in your body, right? It affects your hormones, it affects your, it's basically the addition to frailty and it affects your metabolism, your ability to stay thinner, right? To process you know, your foods, it's, it affects everything. And so, and so that's why, uh, strength training is so important. Strength training. What is that? That is using weightlifting, but not like you can do weightlifting resistant bands, you know, uh, plyometrics, anything that push pushes your muscle and puts pressure on your muscle.
0: Plank, for example, is that also like if you you do push-ups. So if you use but if
1: you put pressure on your muscle and on your bones it builds your bones and it builds your muscle as well right and so you want that because you want your muscles to strain and to tear so that it can rebuild stronger right and so when you when you do strength training it could be with resistant bands but hit high intensity exercises i like a lot because high intensity interval exercises Mm, I love those. Those are my favorite. They're great because you get a cardio workout where you're burning fat during the exercise because when your heart rate is up, that's when you're really burning fat, right? But when you build muscle, that's when you're burning fat afterwards because your muscle is always needing to burn calories, Right. And so so the benefit of doing strength training is that you build muscle, you reduce sarcopenia, your muscle degradation, and then your metabolism goes up because your muscle needs to burn calories in order to maintain itself. Right. And so that's that's why um, as we get older, I emphasize strength training for everybody, anybody that that any type of resistant training, strength, um, using weights, you know, just going to the gym and doing a circuit at the gym, a 30-minute circuit, just to push your muscle and build muscle, That that's going to help a lot. So that's that's one of my my key things that I, as I got older, I realized that's how important that is. You know, after the age of 35 or so, you're, you start to have muscle degradation and you can see it. And that's, what, you start to lose balance. The ability to stand, stand on one leg, for example,
0: right? So would yoga be... Include some strength training as well? Yoga, it's it's stretching, but if you're doing like
1: push-ups and if you're doing like side planks or, you know, it's more balancing and stretching, but going and actually having, putting pressure on your bones and on using weights, you know, and and building muscle, that's really much better for, for building muscle.
0: Okay. So muscle building is the one thing that we need to keep in mind as women. It's important that we do incorporate at least a couple of times a week, some strength training of any type, but do do it. So for example, what, because you made a great differentiation between workouts and sports. That's very interesting because I don't, I don't know if everybody who's listening can see the difference so well, at least I, I can see it in certain things, very clearly, others I question, like, would that be a sport? Would that so? Can you define that a little bit more? I feel a, a sport is more high impact,
1: right? Even running, running a marathon, running half marathon, um, that's a sport, right? If you jogged and you ran, you, you know, you have to be very considerate of the impact on your joints, right? So if you, you went for a walk, that's a low impact exercise that gives you a lot of benefits it lowers your blood sugar level, especially after a meal, you know, if you're having carbs, for example, but if, if you're training for a marathon and you you think that that's a workout, that that's going to make you feel better and for you to lose weight and maintain, you know, and you've never done it before just that, because I've ran marathons, I've done half, I used to do, you know, one to two half marathons and marathons, a year
0: during my earlier years, you know, in in college and, and out of college. But when you say earlier years, you sound like an old woman. She's so young still to say that. But okay, keep going, old woman. <laughs> Honestly, that was about twenty years ago. I <laughs> was a <your> little girl. <laughs> that was
1: like you know fifteen and twenty because I stopped running marathons probably about ten to fifteen years ago, just because. My body was swollen afterwards, my ankles were swollen, right, and this was me not knowing any better, knowing thinking that if I just push my body to the limit that you know I would be, be in better shape
0: yes. you know you don't need to push your body to the limit to be in, in your best shape. that is actually not going to be your best shape
1: No, no, it's actually breaking down your your joints, your muscle, and so that's where why I'm very mindful one of my very close friends she, Lauren right? She, she's an elite
0: athlete. Lauren, by the way, we have a great podcast. If you guys want to listen to her, that was a very motivational and stimulating conversation that we had. So definitely go and listen to that after this one. (laughs) (laughs) And
1: she's, she's a elite athlete. She trains athletes, you know, and, and she's ran her whole life. Her muscles are in her body's built for it. She knows how her stride, she knows, you know, where the muscle is built to protect the joints in her, on her body. But if you're just going to, if you, you're like, I want to get in shape and I'm going to go buy new shoes and I'm going to start running so that I can run a marathon. That's my goal. Really think about that because, because right now then, you know, how do you build up to it? How do you build the right muscles around your joints so that, that you're not damaging it and causing more inflammation in the body? Because really, Inflammation and oxidative stress on the body is what ages you more than anything. It breaks down every part of your body once you have that inside of you. And so you want to, want to reduce inflammation as, possible, as much as possible. So build, having, you know, having an exercise regimen and routine that doesn't increase a high level of you know, a stress on, on your body or inflammation on the body is, is key as well.
0: For sure. And I think that this is a great point, like to really realize why you're exercising, what's the purpose of this exercise. And of course, I think it's a combination of two things is that and then find something that you enjoy so that it'll be a pleasure to do it every day and not like a, you know, a heavy thing to do. Definitely try to find what works for you. But I think it's interesting how you mentioned then that we need to incorporate a little bit of weightlifting into our workouts, that we do some, we don't need to do very intense workouts. Like we can do some days we can just go for a walk and other days do a little bit of a stronger workout, combine different things so that you work on different parts of your body. Every time is better than just doing the one thing every single day. What is your best workout that you say? Definitely something that works for everybody.
1: I love, I love yoga. Love, love, love yoga. But it has to be hot yoga in an infrared heat room, right? <laughs> There's a reason because infrared heat really helps you detox the body, right? And so what you're doing is you're detoxing all all the toxic, you know, chemicals or you know, liquids coming out of your body when you're you're in a hot. Heat. But the, the the infrared heat is very good, right? And then it, it pushes your lymphatic system to clean out the lymphatic system as well. But while you're detoxing, you're also drinking a lot of water. So you're putting in clean water and refreshing your body and staying hydrated. And the difference I see in my muscle and the leanness in my muscle, you know, I used to get massages every single week around my shoulders and my neck. And that was me doing and still exercising at a gym, right? Going for a run, doing weights and everything. And I would, I would get a massage every single week. Because my muscles around my neck, my shoulders—it wasn't until I was consistently going to hot yoga that I haven't had a massage in probably well, not because of COVID, but probably three years or so. Maybe one on a vacation, but yeah, one on a vacation. But before that, I had—I didn't need a massage after because my I wasn't tight. That's why I love 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 hot yoga. Um, not because of be, not because of just the 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 added benefits of stretching my muscles and and building muscle right but also because of the detox effect of hot room yoga
0: i love that actually that i didn't know that and now i'm like more curious to try hot yoga i've never tried it i've done regular yoga many times but i've never tried hot yoga so that's the next thing on my list and if they
1: don't have an infrared room in madrid let me know
0: open (laughs) one. There's there's my businesswoman always waiting for that business opportunity. I'll let you know. We'll open one together and have a lot of fun and invite all our Wonder Women to come to. We could open it in Marbella, actually near the ocean would be nice That would be nice (laughs) too. So okay, we talked about high intensity interval training, strength training, yoga. Didn't mention Pilates. Pilates has yeah. There's there's floor Pilates.
1: You know Matt Pilates, I'm more used to what they used the reformer. so it's it's an instrument that you lay on and it gives you resistant training. and Pilates really focuses on the core. Everything surrounds the core in Pilates and it's a lot of slow controlled movements with resistant bands in on machine. I used to have a um, a personal trainer that was a that was my Pilates trainer. and this was after I had, for my daughter, and when I began working out again, I said, okay, because I had a C-section, I said, okay, I do need to start working on my core again, because, you know, when you have a C-section, basically, that's the thing that goes away is your abdominal muscle, because they cut right through it, and so... I went through, um, I started Pilates to build my my core again. And it's a very slow movement, you know, very, very slow. And that's what it's based on is that the slow movement is what builds your muscle and it's controlled movement. And they have a couple of different instruments, but there's a new more, more modern types of Pilates, which they use um, a table called mega former, which is, it's faster movement. It's and, faster controlled movements, but it gets your heart rate up. Where with Pilates, it's controlled and your heart rate doesn't go up as much. With Megaformer, you actually, uh, your heart rate goes up and you get a really great uh, sweat and workout and it builds your glutes like you can't believe.
0: If that's what you're looking for, if you want healthy glutes, go for Pilates. (laughs)
1: Yes, if you're looking for some great glutes... Go for uh, go for the mega former. I'm not kidding
0: you. It's <laughs> awesome. I love it. It's a pity that we're getting paid for this because this is a great ad that you just gave out right <laughs> now. So okay, great. I think this is awesome because I mean, I personally I do like yoga from the maybe more the breathing part and the mindful part of the exercise, but I love Pilates. Like this is really the one thing. And the reason why I love it is because I never get any pain from it. Whereas in yoga, sometimes I can get like pain in my neck or in my lumbar area. And in Pilates, you always have this. The the most important thing really is the position that you're doing it so that you never harm anything. So if you're the kind of person who still has some issues in your back or anything, I would really suggest start with Pilates, build that strength, and then little by little build up, you know, maybe you can bring in new exercise. But that's the one thing I learned because I used to have a lot of lumbar pain and in my neck as well. And I used to do, well, we have this this recording with Sonia Terols, which I, I did the Terol method, which is similar to Gladys, but it's very much focused on that, On building that strength in your back so that you'd never have any injuries and, and, and no pain. And for me, that has been the greatest way of getting into more intense workouts without having any pain and realizing that pain that is not good, that is really an injury rather than just building some strength. Right. But then there are other things like walking, running, swimming, you know, we don't have to necessarily do any like gym stuff. We can also go out in the open air and enjoy exercising in the open air. Right. And that's, that's really,
1: if, if you look at those, those are really the longevity exercises, right? Think about the blue zone area. Of longevity, where these people live to a hundred, what do they do? They don't have gyms in these little small villages, they, and they live to a hundred. They're suffering sarcopenia, right? We talk about going to the gym and lifting weights, but you know they're they're living to a hundred, <laughs> so they're, they're not breaking a hip at at seventy years old, right? So you know the, the study is that these individuals, and this is a study that they did in Laguna nagal because. Uh, not Laguna, Laguna, Laguna Woods. Sorry, which had is one of the oldest population or community in the U.S. And they had these ele- um, these medical records of fourteen thousand individuals that lived past ninety years old. And they said, Why did these people live this long? And this is in the U.S. And when they looked at the exercise and the activities, these individuals were active. For 45 minutes a day. When when I say 45 minutes a day, they weren't working out in the gym for 45 minutes or running or you know jogging for 45 minutes. It was for the whole day. 15 minutes maybe they went and walked their dogs. You know they they walked their dogs for another 15 minutes in the day, and then in the middle of the day they walked probably another walked another 15 minutes. So it was part of their lifestyle of staying active, and so we forget that. Being active as part of our our lifestyle, just moving our body is extremely important. And if you can't do it in the gym, then, you know, find time to walk around for 15 minutes and stay, to keep moving. The reason why we moved our bodies into the gym is because now we're sitting at a desk all day, right? And we're not, you know, when you look at these, these blue zone areas, these people are, are farming, it, a lot of their activities are based around agriculture, right? And, you know, raising animals and cows and, and whatnot and fishing and that kind of thing. And so they're moving throughout the day, whereas we're sitting at a desk all day staring at a computer and we're making room to move. And And so we have to think about that because we're not moving our bodies like we're supposed to, you know, from a perspective of as animals are supposed to roam The way they're supposed to, and we're not doing that. We're sitting at a desk, and now we're finding a a time period in our day to actually move, which is, you know, counterintuitive to why we're still alive (laughs) because we're supposed to move, you know.
0: And I would add another component to that. I always go to that mindset, but I I know you're okay with that. (laughs) So there's a stress component, right? So we have these days, the whole day sitting at a desk, probably stressed. And then we go into a gym to get even more stressed because now this is a thing that I'm forced to doing. And I'm also feeling like the stress of a gym where everybody is on the treadmill, and you only hear that sound, doom, 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 doom. but there's absolutely no connection between the people. Like everybody's with their headphones, they're with their own thing. Like now I have to hit 30 minutes at this speed and and they keep doing that. I would suggest from a mental health perspective, If you are the kind of person who spends a lot of time at a desk and you also have a hard time finding time to walk and do things, try to find moments where you can move and connect either with people or with nature, going outside, getting some sun on you, all of that is going to release the stress. And then you can build that good hormone that we're trying to build when the endorphins and all of that, that we really want to get out of the exercise. You know, we disconnect so much that we forget how far we are from that beautiful life of the longevity areas from the blue zones that I understand that it's difficult to go from black to white, where now we're not doing anything to now we live like farmers. Obviously, that's going to be very difficult, but try to bring it into your lifestyle as much as possible so that working out doesn't become a chore, but actually something that's simply part of every day. And for me that has been something where personally my experience and maybe we can share this to end is how did i find that uh, time every day it was difficult i i didn't always have the time to exercise or to move or anything but i made it a priority like you know when a mother has a child and they have to go home to feed the child it's not an option you have to go I made it that level priority, like even if it's 20 minute exercises every day, but I need to find the 20 minutes. And that's like if it's almost the end of the day and I look at the watch, I'm like, I haven't done anything yet. I need to stop and I'll be back in 20 minutes, even if it's just a walk around the block. But it's not an option not to do it. And this time that I've given myself for me has also created that relationship with me where I know how to find time to take care of myself. I learned to put those things as priorities. I never did that. There was always something that was before that, right? So if you want to start with exercise, start with exercise. There's, there has to be a moment where you have to love yourself and take care of your body. And if you love animals, get a dog because
1: we show that People who actually have dogs live longer and, and are healthier because they have to walk their dogs. <laughs> and so the by default they're they're moving their bodies and going for a walk and
0: or get a farm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> My next farm is a vineyard. Wonderful. i
0: would love to visit you at your vineyard <laughs>
1: and walk for hours. <laughs>
0: I love it. (laughs) So for you, for example, how do you, what is your relationship with exercise, your everyday routines or rituals that you really, how do you feel it?
1: So like, for example, this week, every day, except for one, so it's been, so four days this week, I've done yoga, right? But, the, the the studio that I go to have this type of yoga that's it's a resistant training yoga. So it's like kind of like doing Pilates in a hot room. So I so I did three days of vinyasa, which is really you know the traditional yoga moves. And then one of the days I did a a yoga like Pilates style where we use bands and, and weights and stuff like that inside of a hot room. So so the reason why I did it this week almost every day is because I wanted the detox benefits of it. I wanted to sweat, sweat out the detox. And I wanted to kind of purify my, my, uh, my body. Um, Last week, I did two days of yoga and then three days of different body parts of um, in a boot camp, for example, high intensity interval training, that included either my lower body, my, my full body or, and and then upper body or cardio, for example. And So, so I like to mix it up. And the reason why, and I play with it because I, I don't judge it. I say, you know what, I'm going to move for this as long as my body's moving, right. I'm, I'm very, there are days where I'm very purposeful of what I want to work out and why, because I, I know what I'm trying to get out of it. And there are days where, I said, you know, what? I'm just going to do it, whatever's available at this time, and I'm going to do it be- and not judge it, whether it's good or bad, because my body is moving and I know I'm going to get a benefit from it either way. But I like to mix things around. And again, like I said, not judge what the exercise is, even if I want to try a different you know, gym or class or something, because there's different pieces of your muscle that's being built that we never used before. And you never know. And it's good to, to always, you know, stretch different parts of the muscles and work out different parts of the muscle that even if you're not purposeful about it, there's, you know, you jump into a bar class, you know, like, you know, what bar is, it's kind of like the ballet style exercise, you're working different muscles in that, in that workout. And so you want to be, you know, throw yourself into different exercise and, one is which one do you really enjoy? You could put that as your, one of your rituals, and then two is throw something that's different in there so that you're working muscles that you've never worked before. So that it's not, you know, it's not a muscle that's going to break one day or tear because it's it's never been used.
0: Definitely, and I'd also say like for your own practice, it's good to switch exercises once in a while and try things that you've never done so that you can really see yourself in doing different things sometimes because we think when we exercise this, I hear sometimes, and I think it's so funny that we're shy to do it because we've never done it as if we should be experts in each exercise that we choose. Right. And I think the perspective of thinking there will be exercises you're going to be amazing at and others that you're going to try from zero. And if you start doing that Continuously, you stop feeling like this shyness or fear of trying of being the new one, and you will realize there are things I'm amazing at, others I'm learning, and you'll be more and more comfortable with it, giving yourself this opportunity to try more things and to really do the things that your body needs that day because I also think that the intensity of the workout has a lot to do with the level of strength that we have that day or maybe the amount of work we've had, or you know if we had time to eat well or not and it doesn't matter. Just go for whatever is best that day. But explore things. I that would be like my advice. Like really be be curious about trying different things, and giving yourself that that opportunity to be a learner once in a while,
1: <laughs> and just keep the body moving. Really, just make sure the body is moving. That's the the biggest thing I would say. Just make the keep the body moving. and so. You know, if, if you don't have a gym near you or a yoga class or you would love to do yoga, just just keep the body moving. Go for a walk. It doesn't have to be a sprint. It could be a walk. Your body is
0: moving and that's what's what matters. Okay. Well, yummy yeah, time's up. So This is the message for everybody. Keep your body moving. And remember, because we said this in the beginning, there's another show that you might want to listen to with uh, Lauren Updike. It's the show number four where we talk about peak state, setting goals, and so on. Uh, So I want to invite everybody who wants to keep listening to go to that show. And if you guys are willing to share with us or want to be part of our Wonder Woman group on Facebook, just join us and we're here for you. So please share with us whatever you feel you've experienced or how we can help. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Thank you, Yenvi. Thank you. Goodbye, everyone. You've been listening to The Art of Becoming Wonder Women, the podcast. Thank you for being a part of our community. If you haven't yet, join our private Facebook page and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join us next week for another Wonder Women Conversation. Our podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any question you may have regarding a medical condition.